This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, from New York, the show with 20% more electrolytes. It's first things first on today's show. As the Dolphins prepare for snowy Buffalo, why one person here is predicting a Miami upset. Meanwhile, the Bengals head into Tampa Bay. Why Broussard is ready to write off the Buccaneers. Win or lose. And finally, Friday. Well, it's time for the hottest segment in all of sports television. Turn up the heat. It's upset alert. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, do you have anything brewing for upset alert, even though you don't like to participate? Well, no. I mean, I'm just disappointed. You know, you, you squandered it last week. Tried to make it right. You tried to make it right by yesterday having a double dip upset alert and going with the Seahawks. And I just worry that the segment has lost its cachet. I worry that people are no longer setting their alarms. Well, I doubt it when the ratings skyrocket at 4 p.m. (laughs) We start with undefeated Brock. The 49ers keep Mm. rolling, dispatching of the Seahawks 21-13, clinching the NFC West. Brock went for an efficient 217, two touchdowns. Here's Kyle Shanahan. He's definitely the most um, poised rookie I've ever had. Um, you know, it's, he's been like that since he's gotten here. Um, I, from what I hear about him in college, I think he was very similar, you know, just starting as a, as a freshman. And I mean, he's been great. He was poised all week. Um, even him being unsure of whether he'd be able to go or not, you know, I think that was uneasy for him because he didn't know what to expect until he got in the game. Um, under our circumstances, uh, uh, we didn't have any other options or choices. Um, we we're going to see how long he could last, and we were ready to go with Josh. Um, but he just he got comfortable and got better as the game went, and uh, it was pretty unbelievable. Oh, 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 wow, a lot there. Yeah. Hey, is Brock the real deal? No. <laughs> of course not. Wow. He's just in Kyle Shanahan's offense. And I hate to end a great week. Being self-congratulatory, but it's some you know sometimes I have no choice. What? And I haven't been proven this right unequivocally oh on something this to this extent since to end the week. I don't know the Nets flamed out of the playoffs or the Nets Clippers flamed out right the previous year. Like I, you know how in science they teach you when you're in high school biology, yeah. they're like we're gonna do an experiment. We have a variable group, but then we also have a control group. And we need the control group so we can see, you know, what when we do things to the variable group, what happens. Well, if you ever wanted to do a real-time experiment of, could you plug and play any level of competence at the Niners quarterback position with this group of skill guys, with Christian McCaffrey, they didn't even have Debo last night, with George Kittle, with Brandon Ayuk, with Trent Williams, and could they create at a bare minimum what Jimmy Garoppolo created? Well, now we got it. Literally Mr. Irrelevant. And does it look like the Niners are missing a beat? Does it look like he's holding them back? So if we were ever, Brew, going to get a real-time case study of Quarterback wins are a figment of your imagination. That's this, Dusty, give us the graphic. Oh, I do like this, this part. Graphic Still up there. It's not even like it's not this legit. graphic. What do you mean? It's, listen, He's had two wild, starts. Wild, That's what I mean. As, as a wise man once said, I'm not saying Brock Purdy's a Hall of Famer. But. I'm not saying he's Joe Montana. But I'm facts over feelings over here. <laughs> And I'm just saying, looks like he's on the same list as them. So, yeah, I mean, no, he's not the real deal. He's just a guy. But in Kyle Shanahan's offense, that's all you need. Dusty, first of all, I want you to work on a graphic with at least 50 starts. Okay, well, and let's we see, don't have a time Let's see machine. how that looks later. Next week, we'll get there. Okay. Nick Mullins. Yeah. He he's a guy. Yeah. Brian no. Hoyer. He's a guy. And actually decent. Yeah, he's pretty good. Super yeah. Bowl champion. Didn't have CJ Beathard. He's a guy. Yeah, haven't they, they didn't have Nick Bosa for the first year of that. 
They they had George Kittle injured Injuries for one of those years. Injuries are part of the game. I understand that, Jimmy and he's G. doing it without Debo. But we are now seeing it, Brew. Brew, does well, the Niners... they, they got they got Christian McCaffrey, do, one of the best running backs right. of this era. Right. Do the Niners look worse to you? No, they look great. Do they look potentially better? Uh, maybe. I mean, they, they put up 21 points. Believe, let's, let's slow the roll, but you, they look good. Do you believe Brock Purdy is a longtime starter in this league? I am not. First of all, I'm not going to get out on my above my skis on two games. Like you are. Three games. Right. It's three games. Three games. It's but three still, games. we saw Cooper Rush win his first five games and beat Minnesota and beat Cincinnati. But we also and, saw and the Cowboys' good. offense look worse. We saw that the Cowboys. But, but my point worse. is just that I'm saying uh, Bailey Zappi. He looked good. He had a hundred yeah. passer rating his first three starts. So I'm, I, we've seen this before in situations where guys don't have as much help as he has, as creative of a play caller as he has. So I am not. I'm, I don't think he is like a franchise quarterback. Going forward, I don't think you could put him with a mediocre team and say Bale or Brock Carrius. But in this situation with this offense, I agree. And it's not a slight on Jimmy G. Uh, it's amazing. not a slight on Jimmy G because they haven't had Christian McCaffrey for most of Jimmy G's time there. And, and look, this is how well, because Nick is belittling Brock Purdy. No. First he belittles Jimmy G. Now he's belittling he my other guy because there's that Iowa connection. Yeah, of course. And I want to show you the, the class that Brock Purdy has oh, put himself in already. Oh. Further, Kyle oh, Allen. oh my God. Who's on? Look at, look at who's third on the list. Right. The first two it's, career starts, four touchdown passes, zero interceptions. Wow. It's Jimmy like G totally did the same thing list. as Brock It's almost like it's totally And that wasn't with Kyle Shanahan. No, I understand. And so you that was when he was Aaron with Bill Rogers, Belichick and Josh McDaniels. Skinny Scott Mitchell, because that's back when he was skinny. Kyle Allen. It's just a mixed bag of nothing. Here, let me ask Aaron you. Aaron Rodgers. No, nothing. Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy no, that's G. That's why I said Rodgers. enough badge. Been to a mixed Super Bowl. Bag. Can I ask you a question, yeah, Wilds? Do you th- – forget what I think of this. Do you think the teams out there that a month ago – we're doing long-term planning about the quarterback position. They were like, you know what? We might take a run at Jimmy Garoppolo. Forget the injury part of it. Yeah. Do you think that the more Brock Purdy does this, it costs Jimmy G money? Because I do. I think Jimmy G's, whatever you thought of him, if when Brock Purdy came in, the Niners fell off the... Let's be fair here, Brew. What would you be saying if... The Niners the last two weeks look terrible. Oh, look at what Jimmy G. No, so if, I wouldn't. He, oh, okay. I, 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 because it's Brock Purdy. I wouldn't, I, have, I wouldn't have expected do, this. What do you think? Do you think the GM of the Jets or the Giants or these te- or the Panthers teams that if they don't draft a quarterback might be, might have been looking to sign Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think Brock Purdy's success is giving them pause? Yes. Because I do. Really? I mean, yes. Why? A little bit. Because Brock Purdy's winning, and here's where it gets really dangerous, where the rubber meets the road. There's going to be a fork in the road decision, and I'm going to put it on you. It's not this week. It's not next week. But eventually, Jimmy G's going to be ready to come back, bro. And if Brock Purdy, let's, I mean, right now he's killing. He only has one interception, I think, I think six touchdowns. So let's say he goes from here down here. At what point are you going to say, you know what, Brock, this is your team? Jimmy G, we don't well, care. Well, I, I think you bring up something interesting, and and I'll first I'll answer. Let's just say Brock plays close to this, because if he dips too much, then yeah, you may go back to Jimmy G. But if he plays at this level or close, I will stand here flat-footed and say, keep Brock Purdy in. Okay. If Jimmy G comes, that's why here's he's the question though. Absolutely, but You're locked into I, your But I gotta throw this at Nick. Yeah, please. Because Nick's got a guy too out there in San Francisco. Trey Lance. He loves him. Oh, that's a he good lo- one. He's no. tried to downplay it lately, but he loves <laughs> Trey Lance. True. And Trey just caught a stray. No. Can I? <laughs> Trey just caught a stray at oh, that press the, conference. The most poised The most poised rookie oh, I've ever had. Didn't he catch no, that? That's, but that's, that's the question going forward. But hold on, Nick. Yeah. Isn't that the question going forward? Let's say yeah. Brock Purdy gets – let's say he gets them to the Super Bowl and they lose to your yeah. Chiefs. Then it's a quarterback competition and in the summer. Yes. 
Yes, Who that's fine. Is, is but, it Brock? Is it even a but, competition wait, wait a if moment. he gets him to the Super Bowl? I, I'd like to say something here quickly, though, because I, I don't think it was a shot at Trey as much as But he caught obvi- straight up. Well, yes, but one guy started four years in the Big 12 or played four years at Iowa State. The other guy played one year at an FCS school. So it's not shocking that Brock Purdy would come in with more poise than the guy Maybe who had far less experience. But, okay, well, you can say it was a bad draft pick. I don't know if it was a good or a bad draft pick. But you, what was, I was assigned Trey Lance as my guy because I picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. We are now seeing why I picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. Because my belief was, with any quarterback, that roster can win the NFC. Because we are now seeing, I am still picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Let's see see how far they're going to go. Shanahan obviously has bigger goals. Here he is on where the team is going. Take a listen. There's some. We're going to show some football. Big win tonight <laughs> to be able to clinch the division and just have a couple days. We can relax a little bit, but um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this isn't um, our final goal by any means. I'm very proud of our team and what we accomplished throughout the year to get to this. Um, our goal is to get in the tournament, and we accomplished that today. But um, now it's all trying to set that up to be the best situation we can and uh, hopefully get some of our guys back, too, in the process. At the tournament, it gives it a sort of like madness feel. All right, the odds are Eagles one, 49ers two, Cowboys three. Should the 49ers be the favorites, bro? The odds are right. No, they should not. Sorry, Nick, but the best team in the NFC is the Philadelphia Eagles. If they play now, San Francisco, you, you think you think the uh, yeah the best rest? team okay. in the <laughs> NFC is the Philadelphia Eagles. I like San Francisco. They're number two. They're properly yeah. placed, but defenses both are awesome. If you want to say the Niners had the best defense in the league, okay. But I can argue Philadelphia's got the second best. Sure. sure. Philadelphia's got 10 more sacks. Philadelphia's got the, the, you know, their corners are phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Who's got the better offensive line? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. They got got the best Mm -hmm. in the league. Uh, According to Pro Football Focus, San Francisco's eighth. Skill positions players, I think it's very close. Like a wash. Right, you can. Christian McCaffrey's awesome, but Miles Sanders is having a phenomenal year. Okay, and we know they both have great receivers. That brings us to what? Coaching. Oh no, let me do oh. quarterbacking. You don't like Nick Sirianni? Yeah, uh, not as much as I like Kyle not, Shanahan. What's no. not to like about Nick Sirianni? No, I okay? didn't say that. But but here, quarterbacking is what it comes down to. And the Philadelphia Eagles have the MVP at least right now. Okay. Okay. And to Nick's point. Yeah. Yeah. The Niners have a guy. And you know what the Eagles don't have on your whole checklist? A guaranteed home playoff game. Niners do. Niners, we know, have won their division. We know are starting this, the playoffs at home. The Eagles right now look like they have a bye, yeah. and everything goes through Philadelphia. And in nine days, they play Dallas. And even assuming, let's assume both the Cowboys and Eagles win this week. They beat the Bears and the Jags, respectively. If Dallas wins that game... Philly will be holding on for its dear life to not drop to the five seat. And so, right, the reason the odds are where they are, I believe, is because Philly would have to play one less playoff game than the Niners right now because they would have the only bye. Sure. I'm not certain it is staying that way. Furthermore, I right now, while, yes, Jalen Hurts is a far better player Thank than you. Brock Purdy, no one would deny that, they have the exact same level of playoff success. None. Meanwhile... When it does come to coaching, I trust Kyle Shanahan exponentially more than I trust Nick Sirianni. And I, that is not used, that's not a shot at, at Sirianni, to be clear. Sirianni, to me, in the postseason is an unknown, like his quarterback is an unknown. Kyle Shanahan is not. Kyle Shanahan, He's had some bad moments in playoffs. Kyle Shanahan is 4-2 and two in the postseason, despite having the inferior quarterback in every single one of his postseason okay. games. He has coached around that. So he has experience winning playoff games with a quarterback playing terribly in all six of those playoff games. And so... I think that the the Niners are the best team in the NFC right now. To, they should they be the favorites? That to me, I understand because Philly has the one seed. Why Vegas would have them where they are? The Niners are the scariest team, and I would bet a lot of money that if if next weekend they were playing on a neutral site, the Niners would be the favorites. Okay. The Niners have one way to win: don't turn the ball over, play good defense, score twenty-ish points. The Eagles can also win that way, but the Eagles can score. 
35 points. The Eagles can score 40 points. And when the Chiefs played the Niners, what happened? You guys put up 44 points, and the Niners can't get there. So it's gonna, eventually it's going to be a quarterback competition, and the Eagles are going to win. Dusty? Yeah, I may make fun of the video games, but you and I and the Philly stuff, you, me, and Cap, <laughs> two words. Let's go. Hey, coming up next. <laughs> well done. You know, wow, that was cogent analysis. Oh, thank you, bro. You shut Trevor and the Cowboys on upset alert. Shut him down. Trevor and the Cowboys. He doesn't play for the Cowboys. No. I was so focused on the, yeah, on your back. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Sunday on Fox, World Cup Final. Messi in Argentina, Mbappe in France. All comes down to this. World Cup Final coverage begins Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern. Fox in the Fox Sports app. Nick, all of your teams are gone. It's just me okay. and Bruce predictions. But what do you got here? Oh, I'm not giving a, a pick for this game. Oh, I want to talk. I, I want to talk about something more important just quickly here. Everyone understands that if Messi wins, it's the capstone of what some people would argue is the greatest career ever. I want to talk on the other side for a moment because the greatest World Cup performer ever is Pele. He started off by a teenager scoring in the final, then winning back-to-back -back World Cups even though he was injured for the latter half of the World Cup in 62 and then won it again in 70. Kylian Mbappe scored in a World Cup final four years ago. France won. He has tied or broken the majority of Pele's records. If France pulls this off, Kylian Mbappe will have surpassed what Pele did through the first two World Cups and have the first back-to-back -back by any nation since Pele with Brazil, it would be in a different way just as impressive as Messi putting a capstone on his career. Wow. That's why I can't wait for Sunday, bro. I, yep. I like that. I, I grew up watching Pele, loved him. He's always been my favorite soccer player, but maybe there, yeah, I mean, Pele. I was really little. I was really young, but I remember Pele. I remember, yeah, sorry for Pele, but uh, no, um, that that's impressive. But I got Argentina. That was and, Bruce and what I, the, the reason I, look, NBA Finals, I picked Golden State. Okay. World Series, true. I picked the Astros. Okay, that is World true. Cup, I picked Argentina. I'm looking forward to the You know what? I'm going for France. I'm looking forward to the hat I'm going for France now. Greg Just is so looking at you like yeah, I, I picked France because I got a full screen of the uh, Mbappe Messi sort of head to head. Yeah. But honestly, if Argentina wins, I will be happy for you because you got your pick right alongside the Astros and the Warriors. But it would just be kind of nice for Messi. Like Mbappe's got one already. It's a little bit of playing with house money. But I would, I think all of Argentina would be happy. They haven't won since Maradona. So I'm kind of rooting for this win. It'll be the most, most watched soccer game in the history of the sport. Great. Coverage starts 9 a.m. on Fox. Moving on to Dolphins, Bills. Cold is in the forecast. Snow is in the forecast. Is there an upset? in the forecast. Brew, more likely Miami upsets the Bills or the Bills go out the Dolphins before you answer. Don't forget that world champion, uh, Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here. Well, go yeah. ahead, Brew. Yeah. I I'm going to be honest. Please. There's a little bit of Nick Wright in me. I I like, there's a small part of me that's like, yeah, an upset's possible. Of course. But my answer is blowout. In fact, <laughs> it's going to be so bad. That Mike McDaniel's got a new T-shirt he's going to be wearing oh. on Monday. Oh. All right, if we can, if we can find oh. it. Oh. See, it? I wish we were better. Oh, right? remember he had that? I wish it were colder shirt yeah. on. Yeah. I wish we were better because 
It's going to be ugly. I'm going to give you three reasons. All right, number one, Miami won the first game. Yeah. Right? That's helpful. So they, yes, because now they've got Buffalo's full attention. (laughs) And what happens when an opponent has the Bills' full attention? Let's see the Rams. Defending Super Bowl champions in game one. We everybody thought the Rams were legit just, yeah. at that point. Buffalo blows them out. Uh Tennessee, oh, the defending number one seed in the AFC. Nick likes to scoff at that, but they are. Buffalo blows them out. Okay. Kansas City. Mm-hmm. We all know how that one went. They won. They ain't blow them out, but they won. And the Patriots, they respect them. They had their attention because of Bill Belichick. Beat them by two okay, touchdowns. So all right. right. Paying attention, they win. Yes. Secondly, yeah, one. the weather. All right. Look, I tried to inspire my man Tua by putting him on the bud list yesterday. <laughs> I'm pulling for him, but he going to have a bad game. All right. Under 50-degree <laughs> weather. He's 0-3. And that little whatever that happened in Alabama that he was referring to is not going to be anything like the snow and the cold in Buffalo. It's going to be tough on my man, Tua. And three, to Nick's point, I'll give him a little of this. The Bills, even though they won their last four, they, they kind of need like a great game where yeah. you just, people are just like, oh, oh, they're back. They're back. And this will be that game. So for all those reasons, so if blow I, it, out. So if I, if I have it correct, the second reason was weather, and the first reason was because they lost the first time, and the third reason is because they haven't blown anyone out in a while. Got it. Okay, I'm going to say it's Miami because the Bills don't blow people out anymore. Because the last time the Bills blew anyone out was early October against the Steelers. The last time the Bills' offense looked elite was early October. The last time Josh Allen looked elite was early October. And while everyone is talking about the weather factor here, which I understand, the Bills don't have a great history with this team of thriving. Forget the cold, but in the snow. I'll tell you one guy who does have history of making people look dumb in the snow, Tyreek Hill, because he knows where he's going and the defenders do not. And so when there's bad footing, when it's hard to stop and start, that is advantage offense if you can get the ball in his hands. You know how they're going to get the ball in his hands? Hand it to him, throw a little bubble screens, throw a little quick hitters to Tyreek Hill. But I, at some point, and maybe it will be Monday if Miami wins. Now, I'm not saying sitting here guaranteeing Miami's going to win. You, I have had. You are picking lo- them, though. I didn't say that. I, I, the question is more likely to get up. <laughs> like, for, I, so, I, all this bluster. No. But in, at the end, on, I, I'm just listening. Bills by two touchdowns. I'm just a man. No, not Bills by two. I'm certainly picking Miami to cover. I'm certainly picking it to be a one-score game, and I think if you're asking me, is it more likely the Bills are going to crush them or Miami's going to beat them like they beat them before, even though Tua was temporarily knocked out of that game, even though Miami didn't even play that well and they still found a way to win, I'll go with Miami. And if the Bills lose, then maybe finally America will be like, ah, you know, they've been mediocre for two months. Maybe we should reevaluate our feelings on them. And I'll add one other thing about the critical nature of this game for Buffalo, Greg. If they lose, they might not win the division. If they lose, they lose all tiebreakers with Miami. So if they finish with the same record, Miami wins the division. So I think it's far more likely that the Dolphins upset them than the Dolphins get blown out. Well, no, I think the Bills are going to blow them out. Didn't you say blow the Dolphins out. may not make the playoffs? Uh, they're not a lock to make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're not. <laughs> but you're, you're kind of saying they might. But if they win this game, he's, they would be a lock. All okay. I just want, I'm not all I just, over the place. I just, I, wanted, to, I just wanted to clear no. that up. I wanted to say my there, recall. No, there's only two teams right. in the AFC right now locked to make the playoffs, the so, Chiefs and the Bills. So it's going to be a blowout. Tua has simply struggled the last two weeks. Like, he has not looked like anything that we were talking about when we were mentioning him in the MVP race. That was when the weather was decent. Yeah. That was when the weather was decent. It's not going to be decent. When you talk about Tyreek Hill, he had Patrick Mahomes. He was able to get down the field and then Patrick Mahomes still find him. It is completely different when the weather might be a little windy. It's definitely going to be cold. Tua has not played in this type of weather before. For me, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and what they do, they're accustomed to this. They understand what time of season is the fourth quarter of the season. They need to be on their best game. Josh Allen understands he has not been performing up to par. Win streak or not. 
They've been winning, but he has not been who he was to start the season. He has to get back to that in order for this team to be that of what we thought they were going to be, a postseason juggernaut to yeah. beat your team. Yeah. yeah. My analysis is pretty simple. It's going to be snowing, so you can't throw the ball, so you need to run the ball, and one team can run the ball, and the other one can't. So here comes the snowflakes. We're going to hand the ball off, and then Miami's going to try to do it, but uh-oh, the Bills have the fourth-best rushing defense. And if it gets trouble and you are going to throw it, who's got the better arm? It's Josh Allen. So it's going to be run, run, run. Unfortunately, I'm not going to participate in the question because I think it's going to be a small Bills victory. I don't think you're going to put up a ton of points. Small Bills victory. I'm calling blowout 10 or more, which I know is not really blowout. No. But they're going to beat them by 10, 10 or more. No. That's not no, a They'll beat them by a couple touchdowns. Ooh, Ooh, that's it, good. If the spread was 10, you'd be like, oh, my God. That's a lot. Yeah, okay. so it's, that's what I'm saying. Well there, well, there we go. Hey, uh, despite recent chatter from Micah Parsons, Cowboys actually played Jacksonville this weekend. Here's Mike McCarthy on who some people call the Prince Who's Promised. I think the biggest thing with Trevor is obviously recognize the, you know the success he had in college, but you know being a dual threat, you know for you know the type of athlete he is, and you know as, as a six-six quarterback. I mean, I've, I've always been intrigued with that, but. You know, his ability to play from in the pocket and out of the pocket is, is I would say, exceptional. I think he's definitely playing his best football, so, you know, this past month of his pro career. Okay. So the Prince of the Cowboys on upset alert. Well, you know, I, I know the Cowboys can bring their F game at any moment. True. All right. So they, there's always that possibility. But I'm going to say no, even though I thought about going with this upset. I'm going to say no because – I'm big on, like, your mentality entering the game. And the fact that Dallas, they clearly took the Texans lightly. Can we all admit that last week? That woke them up. Now, I know they've been talking all about Philadelphia, but I don't think they're going to overlook the Jags, partially because of how the Jags played last week. And, look, I know Tennessee is stumbling, but to me, when you beat them handily, that's impressive, all right, because they are just that type of professional football team. So – I, I think Dallas is going to be on alert, and they're going to be looking at They know uh, that Trevor's been playing great, although he was great last week. But, but two weeks ago, he didn't look so good two against the ago. hapless Detroit Lions defense. They got a great the offense. they're good. Defe- de- offensively, the they're they good. they lost that game because defense- their defense allowed 40 points. Trevor didn't he only sc- Oh, really? They- Trevor was 17 for 31, 179 yeah, he yards great. and one t- yeah, Okay. Okay. All right. So I the- guess that's so wait, good. You are, you are an impressed when, by when Trevor you're, When you're one of these guys, I guess that's good. Okay. Well, okay. So, hold on a second. The last five weeks, which includes the Detroit game, Trevor Lawrence is top four in the NFL in every passing category. He also has not turned the ball over through the air. He has 10 touchdowns, zero picks, a 112 rating, and a 72%, 72 completion percentage. I think that's pretty good, but I'm not certain off the 14 points against Detroit? No, he did not play perfectly in every football game. No one is saying he did. He also, however, has the Jaguars. But, Brew, he has a 112 rating and 10 touchdowns, zero picks over the last five weeks. I don't think that's a low bar. I think that's the bar of a guy who looks like the next friend franchise quarterback. Well, say he's going to win. What? Why do I say he's going to win? He does this. He, no. he talks it all no, up, and then when it's time no. to put the rubber on the road. No. No, no. No. Wilds. What do they call me? Mr. Consistency. And I am consistent in the belief that a team's wins and losses are not necessarily directly correlated to whether or not the quarterback plays great, mediocre, or poorly. I believe, tell me if you agree, Greg, the Cowboys' overall roster might be a skosh better than the Jacksonville Jaguars' overall (laughs) roster. I believe the Cowboys come into this game knowing if they win, they could be the one seed in the NFC. And they have an air of desperation because they didn't play well last week. But I also come into this game knowing Trevor Lawrence has vindicated all of us that throughout his rookie season and that throughout the rookie season then throughout the rookie season said didn't matter this guy is a superstar in the making and now I don't think it's debatable that he's a superstar in the making it's the only you think it's debatable how many superstars we have in the league what do you mean no he's a a future top five quarterback that makes really simple a future top the Cowboys should be on high alert what the Cowboys should be on high alert. Okay. Lawrence make is the not pick. the only reason why 
ETN hasn't even been performing at his best, and they have been producing. Other guys are stepping up. We're seeing Evan Ingram start to emerge with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. There's a lot of pieces that are starting to come together and look really good for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Cowboys better bring their A game, and it still probably won't matter. Okay. It won't matter. Hold on, hold on. What? If the Cowboys bring their A game, it won't matter? That's a good thing. I like it, Greg. Hey, who's the real MVP? <laughs> and by real, we mean just really early and kind of pretend. Next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who's the MVP? The list from ESPN goes like this. Tatum at one. Giannis at two, who I'm disqualifying because he just lost by 41 points. You can't be MVP and lose by 41 okay. points. Luke at three. Curry <laughs> at four. No longer playing. He's out too. Yeah. And finally... Joker, who literally just won the MVP yesterday or two days ago, (laughs) is coming in at five. You clearly are not impressed with the list. No. You took sides like every guy. I'm just – Giannis lost by 41 points last night. Look. Then then let's not play the games. Let's just – you and Kawhi Leonard. How many games are there? there? Don't lose by 41. How many games are there? You got the Grizzlies doing the way. There's There's 82 82 games. games. You shouldn't lose any of them by 41 points. Oh, okay. Sorry. The 72-win Bulls lost the game by 46 to the Jazz at the end of that season. The Jazz – the Jazz, what, were good were, like the Grizzlies they, they are? Were, they, okay. they were good. That was an odd right. game. Okay. That was but, a funny but, game. <laughs> I, I get it, Wiles, because it, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth. You're like, yeah, they got to be about 41. LeBron lost in overtime, 50. and we tore him apart. Right. I hear you, but when, when I really dig into it, Nick, yeah. when I really dig into it, and that obviously I'm a voter, <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Tatum. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't That's even fair. trying to, to you know. Yeah. Stick in your craw. Um, I love Tatum. I would like to see him get his first MVP. Oh, I think we're going to twenty four. Yeah, when you really dig in, it's Giannis. Thank you. Like, it, it is. Here, Six wow. hours ago, you thought it was here, Tatum, and then you dug into it, yeah, correct? Here's the thing. When Giannis oh, is – we know his numbers back, are better, bro. right? His numbers are better. More all points, which more is rebounds, no more assists. Of course, he's re- – right. And he's the best defender in the league. It, it, right. However, he has been without his second best player for all but seven games. And Single. since Middleton's been back, he's not playing well. 11 points, 32% shooting. Okay. And they're a game and a half behind Boston, which has, I know we talk, it might be AD and LeBron is the best duo, but certainly the best two way duo yep. in the league sure. is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Jalen's averaging 27, 7, and 4. Jalen's playing awesome. Jalen's so, playing great. Right, that's why I've got, they got the first two right, but I'm going to switch them and go Giannis yep. one, uh, Tatum two. For that, so, what can Tatum do to win the MVP? More. Just more. What? It's he's, in, he's in first place. Okay, but the but Wilds, can we agree that the difference between twenty two and eight or twenty two and seven and twenty and eight, which is the difference in record, is negligible at the moment? That it, sure. it, and so in that case, one th- their stats are similar, yeah. but Giannis is better in everything. Better. Tatum's a very, very good defender. Giannis is the best in the league. Sure. And right now Tatum has more help. So he needs to either have demonstrably better stats or the team to have a demonstrably better record or something right. like that. I mean, that's the answer. That's, and a, that's fair So answer. can I say something? Because I have a pyramid that I think will surprise you guys. Oh. So here would be my MVP pyramid. Giannis at the top. Tatum and Jokic second and third. And then Lucas, Steph, and Durant. The reason they can't be higher is because their teams are all right around 500. And then guys kind of lurking. Booker, Embiid, Ja, and Donovan Mitchell would round out the top 10. What's wrong, Wild? Where's Zion? Zion was first man out. First man out, but he's 25 a game. His numbers, Brew doesn't like his rebounding. And but I, he's th- been rebounding better. He's been rebounding better. And five I, I got to see Zion on that list. Who man. are we taking off? Tell me who you're taking Well, Embiid's well, only played, like, what, 19 well, games? So Steph's you could, and you could take oh, no, Booker. Well, Steph is going I, to get I off. I take Booker or Embiid off. Okay. It, Thank you. But, that, but here, here's – and look, w- 
you vote for five, mm -hmm. and I get it. Once you get past the first couple, records may not mean as much, right? So you, you're right. I mean, the three on the, the you know, Luca, Steph, and Durant are having phenomenal seasons, I, I, obviously. But I'm, I'm going to reward winning. Yes. Right now, right yes. now. And so my next three, Nick, I'm with you on Jokic because he's being overlooked. Cause yes, well, fatigue. that's what I want to talk about in a minute. Fatigue. Go ahead. But I'm, I would, at four, I would go KD. KD's had to overcome the loss of Ben Simmons, the uh, coaching change, which was good, but still coaching change, and Kyrie with, with and the at stuff five, that you went have Luca. Out five, I, five, I would have Mitchell. You fire okay, your coach. Okay, listen, Mitchell is playing great basketball. You're gonna have to really explain to me how you're rewarding Kevin Durant. <laughs> when you're like you overcame the coaching change that he asked for and that he instigated, <laughs> and you're Luca, you're holding what against him? I'm not quite uh, sure that they're 500. Okay. I'm holding that against him. So, and same with Steph. They're 14 okay. and 15. All right, fair enough. Can I, can I say something about Nikola Jokic for a moment? Yeah. Because the reason I said it was because I thought you said after you get to the top three, you're not so worried about records. A lot of so, people do that. I'm okay. saying I, I want to look at winning right Last right year, here. one of my – I had two major cases against Nikola Jokic. One was team's not good enough to win a league MVP that aside from Russ when he won his, and that was a bad vote – they have been 30 years where we only gave it to guys who were top four seed. The second one was, I didn't think it was purely siloed to that season that there had to be some historical context and should Nikola Jokic really be in the back-to-back -back MVP club with 11 of the greatest players in the history of the league and Steve Nash. And I said, no, I didn't think that. And I was like, all the voters, oh, Nick, that's not how the award works. Well, riddle me this. This year, Jokic has a far better case than he did last year. His team's better. He's shooting 62% from the field. His passing's been unbelievable. He's been better across every well, list. Well, points and rebounds are down. Are down because he has the team's better, and they're not leaning on him as much, but his efficiency is off the charts. And guess what? He's, what is he on the straw poll? Fifth? Fifth. You know why? Because they're like, oh, are we really going to give it to him three straight years? They're doing no, the historical I, I agree, context thing that I said they were doing last year. This year, Nikola Jokic, his season is being underrated because it is leading to winning. The efficiency is historic. He's been great. But nobody, no, nobody r r admitted that one of the reasons he shouldn't have got it last year is because he didn't deserve to be in the back-to-back -back MVP club. And yet everyone right now is acting like he can't win it because everyone's saying, well, he can't be in the three straight MVP club, which no is Will Russell and Bird. No back-to-back club. No okay. And I didn't vote for him last year. What if I thought he it was better, you would be willing to vote for him? For if he deserves time? it, I mean, really. If he can't, I mean, he'd have to be really great. Yeah. But if he deserves it, sure. Okay. Brock Purdy, next, first things first. In 12 minutes, the hottest segment in sports television turns up the heat. It's an upset alert that you won't believe. 4 p.m., Fox Sports 1. Right now, though, it's Ram headlines. Afternoon headlines, that is. They're built to serve, the headlines are. And Ram trucks. 49ers defeat the Seahawks. The Brock Purdy bandwagon picking up passengers. Chris Broussard, who once lived in Iowa, is the conductor. That's right. Purdy <laughs> threw two TDs. Nick? Yeah. Is Brock the real deal? Of course not. I, I'm happy for him. He's, he's overachieving expectations of what a seventh-round rookie could do. Yeah. But he is also proving smart football minds such as Greg Jennings and myself correct that Kyle Shanahan's offense is a paint-by-numbers offense. And that much like Andy Reid once upon a time took Kevin Cobb and Nick Foles and Alex Smith to career years to show, hey, in, in my offense, get me a great player and we'll break all the records. Get me just a guy and I'll dial something up for you and give you an exciting offense. That's the same thing Kyle Shanahan does in 2022. And it, what it is proving is that any team, Greg, that was thinking about spending $25 million a year on Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be rethinking it because they're seeing, oh, this team, not only did they not miss a beat without him, they, are, they actually look more explosive without him. Mm. So, yeah, I, listen, I'm not trying to take anything away from Brock. I'm, it, I'm happy for him, but I don't think he's proving that he's a great player. 
That was two and a half to three minutes. Okay, it was like nine. Of seven. killing Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, all the way to don't pay him next year. I mean, that's all that was about. And I, I got to show this. Because Nick is clearly making this a Jimmy G versus Brock Purdy. I said in the bud list a week ago, it doesn't have to be Jimmy G versus Brock. I like them both. From Iowa. And you know who else likes them both? Dusty! George Kittle. What is that? Feel great, baby. Ten. This dude is making his own T-shirts about Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) So the Niners aren't looking at this like, oh, we got Brock. We don't need Jimmy G. They still have love He'll for the guy that helped them reach him. a Super Bowl and two NFC title yeah. games. So I, I'm just saying that to say this is not about Jimmy G. So this G hasn't made Brock. you at all question your loyalty to, to Garoppolo that Mr. Irrelevant came in and the offense looks as good as ever. No. That doesn't at all. It, it makes me say – Brock Purdy's pretty good. All right, well, let me tell you something. It makes real me say quick, that, and, and it makes because here's why. If, if I Bruce, if, if Nick I was going Mullins the had show, done this, no, if the, CJ uh, Bethard had done this, if Brian Hoyer had right, done those, this, they didn't have. Then I would say George that. Kittle was injured one of those years. They didn't have Nick Bosa. I'm just going to tell you this, Greg. If I were gone for two weeks from the show, and Dusty, who's the fifth most famous member of the show, evidently sat in on here, and our ratings went up. I'd question my value. I'd be like, oh boy, not great for your old buddy Nick Wright. But, and so that is what's happening here, Greg. No, uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, Nick, you, but you, here's the thing. You're acting like it's not even possible. And I don't think Brock Purdy is like a franchise quarterback. I don't think you could send him to a mediocre team and he carries you. But it is very possible that he is a good quarterback and maybe a starter in this league unlikely. somewhere. I, I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean, the dude had a nice career at Iowa State, and I, I think, you know, maybe they – obviously Kyle Shanahan loves him. A little straight, Greg, that he shot at that, – that Trey Lance got hit with. The most poised rookie I've ever had. What about Trey? And so, I, I – look, I think Brock Purdy's playing great. I'm not going to take anything away from him. I just don't think this hurts Jimmy G. He wasn't going to be in San Francisco anyway next well, year. Number one, Brock Purdy, is he the real deal? I'm not ready to say he's the real deal. He's a guy that has taken advantage of the moment. And if you're a quarterback or any type of backup, this is how you do it. When your number is called, you fill in and you fill in as if you've been waiting for this opportunity and your team knows you've been waiting for this opportunity because they believe in you. They've rallied behind this young man and he has proven that he can be what they need. Just like Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm with you, Nick. Yeah, of course. They just need a guy at the quarterback position to where they can get it to their guys. Don't turn the ball over. The defense is not going to give up a lot of points. Brock Purdy is doing everything. And I think we appreciate it even more from Brock Purdy because of how irrelevant his his draft status was and that he's a young guy back he was the number three guy on their roster he's a third string quarterback we're we wouldn't be as oh my gosh do you see what jimmy garoppolo is doing that's not because this guy in the position that he's in we he has no expectations the main expectations he has is he's putting on himself because internally he probably feels like man i don't want to mess this opportunity up not even that. I don't want to mess this opportunity up because this is a really good team that has the opportunity to make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Outside expectations, fans, us, we don't put any expectations on him. But Jimmy Garoppolo back there, oh, we putting some expectations on oh. you because you've been paid. Oh, you've yeah. been, you've been treated as though you're an elite guy. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. the boy wonder, the boy and, genius, and tried to trade made him, him the highest paid player yes, in the NFL. After seeing him play five games, then tried to trade him. Like I just, I just, I just feel like we he have did. to be honest about this, guys. Wilds, here's the counterfactual to this. Okay. If after Jimmy G got hurt, the Niners' offense went in the tank, you know who would yeah. look really it did smart over Bru- the past five years? Bru- Bru, but Bru, I, can we live in this moment? Please. Let's just live in 2022. Please. Let's live right here and right now. That in the in the 11th Please. quarter since Jimmy Garoppolo's <laughs> gone out with the same weapons he had, except didn't have Debo this weekend, 
The Niners have not missed a beat. In fact, they've been better. If they had fallen off, all of the quarterback wins folks would fairly or unfairly come out and say, oh, oh, Kyle Shanahan, how smart are you now without Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, was it all just the system? But so when the opposite happens, we all must be able to say, oh, maybe it is the system. Maybe it is the skill position, guys, if literally Mr. Irrelevant can come do it. Um, Greg, what's the ceiling on the 49ers offense? Because we saw some plays that were giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey a bunch. He's getting a ton of touches. He had 26 carries, eight targets last night. They also ran like a, a very clever play where Brock Purdy faked one way, and nice. the Seahawks were like, ah, it's Christian McCaffrey time. Nope. They all bit on it, and it was Kittle time. So the, the knock on Jimmy G is, you know, there's a ceiling to what he can do. He can't make something happen. Mm-hmm. Can Brock Purdy make stuff happen when you get to the playoffs and it's like, uh-oh, now it's going to be a quarterback That's battle. what we haven't seen. That's why you can't say he's the real deal. Yeah. They play on time, on schedule football. Once they got, even in that Seattle game, when they got behind schedule, he was a little shaky. Yep. It looked a little different. That's what it's going to look like in the postseason when they're playing better defenses and overall better teams that can apply pressure and they're not playing with the lead. They have to fight from behind. It will look a little different. Then I will be able to say whether he's a guy that you would want to get on your roster. Okay. Upside alert next. It's the hottest one we've ever done in the Wild's history of the show. Wild's under a lot of show. pressure here, guys. Oh, Wild's <laughs> under a lot of pressure. Bad loss. Hasn't gotten one right since before Thanksgiving. Big That's pressure. true. Uh, it's Friday, 4 p.m., which means it's time to hit the sirens and ignite the hottest segment in all of sports television. It's upset alert. Friendly reminder, everyone, because we've drifted a bit from the original conceit of the segment. It's not called shocking outright win. Oh, don't, don't you dare. It's not called make fun of Wilds and push him into a corner. It's called upset alert. Hold on a second here. Because I don't participate in upset alert because I, it wouldn't be fair because I already overshadow it with Nick's picks. By the way, 56% against the spread this year. That's quite profitable. How are the America. locks doing? The, uh, all picks are created equal. They're like okay. my children. I love Sorry. them all. They're all yeah, different. Keep going. Uh, I'm just curious. When you made our production staff come in on a Sunday evening Mm -hmm. to put together a 90-second sizzle reel Mm -hmm. of your correct predictions, were those alerts, were those close calls, or were those outright winners that you gave out? Because it's still pinned to your Twitter profile, America. You can go at Kevin Wilds right now on Twitter. That's Wilds with an E. And check Everyone it out. Knows it's I believe those were all outright winners. Well, sometimes so, they hit. So but that, that's not the conceit of that, the segment. So It's upset Nick, alert. It, it's okay. not. It's called upset alert. Thank it's, you. It, it, Wilds is you right. You used to make fun of Bro. Oh, take it away, Bro. He knew, though. I was smart. He, he knew. Eventually. <laughs> My upset? All right. Here it is. Uh... Giants take Ooh. command. Little play on words. Commanders. We get it, bro. Get it, bro. <laughs> Giants take command. The old people ex- be doing too much. <laughs> he always explains it. You never know with you young guys if okay. you get it out. Look, there's every reason. It, it, the spread isn't even that bad. Four and a half. Okay, four and a half. There's every reason to like Washington. They've won six of their last eight. They tied one of those, obviously, with the Giants. Six one and one over their last eight. The Giants 0-3-1, but here's the deal. The Giants' three losses, Detroit, which all of a sudden is looking very good. I'm happy for Dan Campbell. Dallas, which we know has a high ceiling. And Philadelphia, best team in the NFC. So I think Saquon Barkley, who while I, Saquon, you talk about losing bad money, month. Nick. Yeah. A, bad, a bad, a real bad month. Yeah. And so I think he does have a breakout game, and I think the Giants win this game. Giants take command. I, I like that for whatever it's worth, I I like that pick a lot. I also think that this the Giants were six and one. And we all said Dable's coach of the year, all these things. They have been a disaster since then. If Dable is what we thought he was, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they they have to win this game, but they played that Eagles game as if they were looking ahead to the Washington game. Like that they knew our season's going to come down to the, the Washington game. It, what you can't have is look as unprepared as they were for Philly and then not come out great against Washington when that is what is going to determine. If they lose this game, their odds of making the playoffs drop to like 20%. Yeah, absolutely. So they've got to win this game. I like that pick. My upset alert is uh, 
cowboys get trapped wow. in Jacksonville. Wow. wow. Are you sure? Oh, you want to rethink that? The you? prince that was promised. Look, all of, even though I don't agree totally with it, but every media member in their locker room has been putting the microphones up to these players' faces, uh. talking to them about the Eagles. They don't play the Eagles this week. They play the Jacksonville Jack. Love excuse it. me. They played the Prince that was okay. promised. Thank you. And since week <laughs> nine. Oh, you got can numbers we put first? I got numbers. Oh, my goodness. Can we look at these numbers? Oh, since week oh, nine. Is that a helmet or a crown, crown on his, his head? head? He I'm so on this side of the desk, and I'm a little hypnotized, but these numbers don't <laughs> lie. Look at the completion percentage. Oh. First in the league. Passing yards per game. Fifth. Touchdown to interception. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I, does Ten, the guy ever make a mistake, Greg? He hasn't been as of late. And <laughs> yeah. what, what have the Cowboys been doing? Dak Prescott or? has been turning the ball over. Oh. If he throws the ball more than 25 times, up, oh, you're going to get a pick. So just wait there. Jacksonville's wow. defense. They're all their team plus five in turnover Uh-oh. differential. Like this matters. This is an upset alert. It's warm. It's sunshiny. You got the prince that was promised. He looks like sunshine from. Uh, he does. Remember the Titans, right. and the Titans are going to be remembering the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. They're going to be peaking too. Oh, what if they run them down? Because what if my Jags run them down? They have oh. a lot to play for down there in Duval. Wow. What? Wow. That was a lot of enthusiasm. That was there. very that good. Now they're gonna get Dallas by about seventeen, okay. but still, wow. that was that was impressive. The, I gotta say, it is. I'm just happy to see the flock growing. <laughs> the true believers <laughs> in the you know the twenty. I believe seventeen Gatorade Go. National High School Superstar. Of the year. I believe future wow. superstar. I'm, yeah. I'm at least star. Five. You know, the, I've always in, like future in top two five. years. The four best quarterbacks in football will be in this order. Wow. Mahomes, yeah. Burrow, Lawrence, Herbert. Those will be the four best guys in the sport. Come With on. respect to Jalen Hurts and anyone else. And Josh Allen, where's he? I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know. He's probably still trying to make his second career Pro Bowl in a few years. Uh, from now. Okay. But I'm glad. We'll Greg, I'm proud of you. Go ahead. Buckle up, everybody. If you're sitting at home, you might no, want to get to ready. your car and put on your seatbelt. Well, it's about to come. <laughs> and also, friendly reminder, it is called upset alert, not outright wins alert. <laughs> the Puxatani Phil of football is taking to be a close game the Texans and the Chiefs. Oh, the get Texans out and the Chiefs. It. Here's why. It is a 14-point spread. Last week, it was a 17-point spread, Dallas and the Texans. And what happened? It had to take a 98-yard drive for the Texans to we lose did. that game. The Texans have been playing close. Week four, it was a three-point game against the Lightning Bolts. Week nine, it was a four-point game in the fourth quarter what? against the Birds. And then week 14, which is These I aren't just even won. the final scores. Well, I'm just talking about <laughs> keeping it close. Is it called in the game? I'm sorry. Is it called upset Early alert? I'm talking about quarter. keeping it close. Let's think about that Cowboys game. Well, Wilds, you would say, you know, that was only close because Dak threw an inter- silly interception. Oh, and Mahomes, oh, no, sir. he takes care of the ball. Does he, though? Are we Ooh. sure? Oh, Four interceptions hurts. in the last three games. He threw three Truth to the three Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just telling you. And then finally, the Texans don't have anything to really play for, let's be honest. Yeah. So they rolled out two quarterbacks last week. Got a little Jeff Driscoll. We got a little bit of Davis Mills. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of something. Also, trap games. You guys don't care about this. You guys don't care about this game at all. What's happening? I think Greg agrees with you. Greg, you look like you agree. You know, I I think I was more with Nick when you put up the full screen and you couldn't put up wins. Well, they're not a good team. uh, Hey. No, no one's debating that. I like like the case that you just made. But you are picking one. I'm just, well, well, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Brew, just so everybody knows, do you know the last time Wilds got an upset alert right? Because there is a curse that has befell the show. Have every one of my upset alerts cover besides Tom Brady? And and 99% yesterday, it's not true. Do you know why he has not gotten? First of all, he's going to miss two upset alerts this week. It's going to be three and eight days that he misses. He has not gotten one outright winner since he copied off your paper. 
Remember that day when you yes, had a courageous upset? I do upset remember alert? that I got day. Yeah, so that that's one. right. And then Wild said he got two. <laughs> since then, two. That, he's that, over. You haven't been By the, the same way, since. Wild, so this is locked in. You're doing the Texans upset Chiefs. Yeah, I just did a national talk. Okay, so it's locked <laughs> in. From well, Adam saying, no, Nick, did you no, hear what he no, said? No. He said upset. No, that's they fine. win. That's fine. He didn't say close. But it's locked oh, in. Official? Yeah. All right. From Adam Schefter four minutes ago, the Texans have ruled out running back Damian Pierce, wide receiver Brandon Cooks, wide receiver Nico Collins, and cornerback Derek Stingley I already in the game that. against the Chiefs. <laughs> you <laughs> literally didn't know that. I knew I It knew literally happened while we were talking. Time now for the actual red hot part of 4 o'clock on Friday. Nick's picks. Uh, have you been following the last five weeks? I hope you have, because if you are, you're a rich, rich man or woman. 10-3-2 the last 15 picks. That's, that's 77% that's against impressive. the spread. That means on the season we're 19-15-2. That's 56% against the spread. Uh, professional gamblers shoot for four, 54%. We're at a nice, crisp 56%. And last week, I remind you, I replaced. The Niners minus three and a half because I wanted to support Wild's upset alert and went with Brew's horrific upset alert, the Browns. Otherwise, it would have been another undefeated (laughs) week for your boy. This week, I listened to none of them go with my own gut. We do have one similarity, though. We start with the Steelers catching three against Carolina. Everyone calm down about Carolina, okay? The Steelers have lost by more than... Two points one time since October, and that was against Cincinnati. Carolina is wildly overvalued because they won back-to-back games against Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson's former team. Everyone's like, oh, Sam Darnold's back. What does that mean? Sam Darnold in those two games has 284 yards and two touchdowns combined. They're not making the playoffs and coaching mismatch. Mike Tomlin against Steve Wilkes. Steelers plus three. They do win outright, and so of course they cover the three. This one, I agree with Brew on kind of. Giants plus four and a half. I don't know that the Giants win outright. I know that this should be a two and a half point line. It's a four and a half point line. They get the key number of three, the key number of four. Brew talked about a lot of the reasons. I expect Saquon to bounce back. We don't know the health of Chase Young going into this game. We've been waiting for his return. And maybe most importantly, Taylor Heineke is the first cousin of Jimmy Garoppolo on quarterbacks that get overvalued because they win games despite playing bad football. And even though I like Taylor's interview with Colin Coward and his dog yesterday on the herd, Giants plus four and a half. And now lock of the week, Dolphins plus seven. Awful weather. I told you guys last week when the Bills were favored by ten in bad weather against the Jets. Bad weather, give me the points. You have Tyree Kill's ability to get the football and make people miss on perfect turf, much less in the snow. You also have the fact that they played earlier this year and that big, bad Bills offense couldn't get to 20 points in perfect conditions. Now you're giving me a desperate Dolphins team and a full touchdown. I'll take it. So there it is. Three picks of the week. Three underdogs. Pittsburgh plus three. Giants plus four and a half. Dolphins plus seven. Guys, starting next week, I'm charging for these picks. So get on board now. There it is. Yeah. Also the Texans cover. Hey, coming up next, (laughs) Brady must win. Next, first things first. Bengals at the top of the committee's tiers and in Tampa Bay Sunday afternoon. Everyone believes in the 9-7 Bengals. Oddly. Lots of people also believe in the six and seven Bucks, who score fewer points than the Steelers. If the Bucks lose, Brew, will you finally lose faith? I'm already off of them. You, after you wrote them off. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to make – Buccaneers will make well, the hold, playoffs. Hold on, hold on. Brew writing teams off is sometimes a good thing. Well, he's, it means they get to both be written those teams back off. in like the Bengals. Like, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. Written, I, I've written, written off Dallas like a as far as getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I've written off the Buccaneers as far as – making any noise in the playoffs. Okay. So they'll win that hapless division that they're in. Mm. But, no, I mean, mm. if they beat Cincinnati, I still, Nick, will not think they're going oh, to be great Wait in the a playoff. second. Okay, really? so let me ask you this. So that I'll was, blame it on Cincinnati. So, hold, hold. You just preemptively just be like, it's Cincinnati's fault as opposed to seeing if the Bucks play well? I – I think it would be crazy to close the door on the Bucs no matter what happens here because of that division. 
Because in order for them not to win that division, you're going to have to trust Sam Darnold to get red hot, which is not going to happen. True. Or Desmond Ritter, who the Falcons have gone to, who maybe will be good. He's a rookie, though. I don't expect him to be any Brock Purdy in his first few starts. He's going to have Kyle Shanahan scheming things up for him. So I, I would not write the Bucks off even if they lose. But I would have thought that if the Bucks beat this Bengals team that is red hot, that is playing for a lot they're still alive for the one seed. They are. But they also, right now, would not even win their own division. Right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, they, so these games are critical for them. That if, since, that if Tampa Bay plays this game and they slow down that passing attack and they are able to eke out enough offense, that people want to say, well, that's a playoff caliber team playing playoff-level football that needed the game and Tampa won, maybe I should reconsider whether or not they could do something similar to Dallas in round one. So I, I, wouldn't, I won't close the door on the Bucks if they lose. I do expect them to lose. Okay. But if they win, I would expect you guys to open the door mm. to the fact that they could be dangerous in the NFC playoffs. Uh, no. I'm not <laughs> opening the door. The door has been slammed shut. Slammed? Wow. Literally months ago. Um, this is just not a good team. You don't even have to get to the playoffs. I don't. I don't. I think that – and I, it's not about the Carolina Panthers or anybody in that division. It's just I don't believe that the Bucks are not going to give it up. Like, they've, they've been playing that bad. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they're on a five-game win streak. They've won their last seven of eight. Like, this is a team that still – you just mentioned. They're nine – they're what? Nine t- and four. Nine and four tied with the, the Ravens. Yep. Like, this is very important. This is a big game for them. They're not overlooking the Bucks. They're not going to go down to Tampa and lay down. No, absolutely not. This team is playing to potentially get the number one seed. Yeah. Like, they, they believe they, believe they are they right now, the way that they're playing, they don't believe that they can be beaten. But that's my question. So, if, the, if Tampa then beats them, that won't make you pull. I know you don't think they're going to beat them. Correct. I don't think they're going to beat them. But if Tampa beats them, will I, that make you reevaluate? I don't, I don't because if they – let's – okay. Let's say they beat them. Yeah. The, the only way I foresee, and I believe you to be the same way, foresees Tampa Bay beating them, it would be ugly. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers squeak by last drive or whatever the case may be. It won't be in fashion. So that wouldn't get me excited about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers moving forward. I would believe in the Bucs if they won a decent game and proved that they could run the ball. The reason I don't believe in the Bucs is you're not allowed, if you're an actual contender, you're an actual real playoff team, not a just sub-500 team that's taking advantage of your terrible teams in your division. Uh, you can't appear on any worst-ever lists. And unfortunately, the Bucks appear on the worst-ever rushing mm. list alongside the Lions, the Cardinals, the Dolphins that I'm not sure they were even trying to win that year, and the Bucks. You're gonna, they're, Brady's going to throw the ball Wait 50 second. times, and they're going to run the ball Wilds. for 40 yards. Wilds, I, I do the show with you every day. Yeah. So I have the benefit of remembering what that graphic used to be. And it wasn't they're the fifth worst of the last 20 years. It was they are the dead worst, the absolute worst in NFL history. We were talking about teams that have since folded. They've tipped up. Right. <laughs> since they have started using Rashad White more. Since they have gone to him who's a better back than Leonard Fournette. So the the level of – I agreed with you to a degree. Like, are, can the worst running team ever make a playoff run? No. But could a team that's really bad running the football make a playoff run? Sure. Like, you don't think they've shown by going to Rashad White more and by having still some... still last in the league. The, I just, no. I think Brady has to throw the ball 50 times and, and it doesn't work he's, out. He's leading the NFL in passing attempts. Yep. Like at he did four, last year, too, I right? Under, I understand that. But when you, defensively, when, you, when you're giving up more than what your offense bargained for... Like, they, they're not good enough offensively to overcome it, not even with the passing game, let alone, like you just said, they can't run the ball. No, this team is done. All right. Bruce, I hope you guys are right. I hope you, I, I would love it if the if I don't have to deal with Tom Brady in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. I don't think you guys are right you're about it. You don't. You don't. You don't. You're good. You don't. You're you're good. I don't want to have to deal with him. Oh, you don't have to deal with him. Lakers playing football. I said earlier it was like a Top Gun scene when you're going through some tough times and Tom Cruise tells John Hamm, uh, you said to create a team, sir. 
there's your team. And John Hamm's like, wow, who's on offense, who's on defense? They stopped keeping score a long time ago. So, so should the Lakers. Uh, not enough to make a medal stand. Who did it better? John Morant, bronze medal. <laughs> Bruce preseason MVP, I think. Yes. And has really? a real shot at it. Yep. He's got to pl- put up some bigger numbers, but the team's doing the winning. That w- that's requisite in a fair universe where winning is rewarded in MVP voting as opposed to the universe we exist in where the two-time defending champ doesn't see round two. Silver medal. Jordan Clarkson. Last night, Jordan Clarkson tied what would have been Michael Jordan's career high for three-pointers in a game. Fun fact, it's true. He hit seven of them. Jordan Clarkson, 39 and eight in an overtime win over the frisky, more than frisky Pelicans. Gold medal, Tyler Hero. Oh, long-lost friend Tyler Hero. He's actually having an excellent season for a somewhat disappointing Heat team. Ten threes for Tyler Hero. The only 40-point game of the night and a win over the not-at-all-frisky Rockets. There is the medal stand from last night in the NBA. Kevin Wilds. A lot of new faces on there. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. That was a good, thanks, great guys. Medal appreciate stand. that. You're really uh, digging in. Thanks. Yeah, you did a great job. I appreciate that, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. If you used to work in the newspaper industry like Broussard, Monday Morning Headlines. Brew, do you want to kick us off with your Monday It's got to be headlines? a great segment because the herd ripped us off it and does oh, it every Friday too. It makes me mad. Yeah, you'll they like call this few, one. Yeah, Nick. I don't like you'll it. like this one. Uh, I'm sticking with my pick of Giants over the Commanders. So oh God, Giants really take command. That's the subtitle. Oh. The, the headline though is no new Jordans because. Tyler Heineke yeah. buys new Jordan sneakers every time he gets a win. Every time he wins. So no new Jordan. You like that? That's cool, right? A little bit of a long walk on that. Yeah, I got to say, I think back when you were at the New York Times, I think your editor would have come to you and said, I'm not sure the audience is going to get this one. <laughs> Forgot I had a little one. too much nuance for yeah. a headline. But you not know what? bad. We, headlines are supposed to be attention-grabbing. I'm going to let you behind the curtain. Okay. That was Dusty's idea. Okay, <laughs> enough. That's real talk. That's real talk. Guys, it we was. Have more he just apologized things. to me in my ear. We have more important things. <laughs> he did. Newspaper writers like headlines <laughs> to be attention-grabbing. True. R.I.P. usually does it. R.I.P. Upset alert. Oh, come on. Chief steamroll oh, Texas. Oh, wow. Because that Why would be six incorrect upset alerts in a row. <laughs> and Chris Broussard, <laughs> as you know, in Dream our first last. things first bylaws, if yeah, you get six incorrect upset alerts in a row, your face comes off the promo graphic. So it will just be a faceless promo graphic after the Chiefs steamroll the Texans. We need a new set. I'll give you something that pops. You want to see something that pops? An old favorite. Snowing in in Dallas. In Buffalo, Nick. You know what that means? Oh, no. Josh Allen's worry. Oh, let me be worried. Josh worry. The Bills score fast. And flurry. I like that. I really like this. It's so dumb. I should have went with that. Why are you something, America? It's not going to snow in D.C. Uh, that yeah. joke is only funny to like 300 people across the country. But we love the 300 people that got that, that was, joke. That was dusty, too. 